KGMI Morning News Extra. I'm looking to agree with Jill Schlesinger on her her opening line of her blog this week. It just feels like each of the past couple of years have ended with a, oh my gosh, thank goodness it's over. I think that that could be said both in terms of the economy as well as some of the events that have taken place over the years. But CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger breaks down some of the lessons that we should have taken away from 2022. You know, it's so hard because when you think about this year, I know we want to give it some context. So, yes, it is true. We kind of got the health part of the year more in check. But the the financial, the economic really felt like it was out of reach for so many people and out of control. And we start with inflation, which, you know, you go back to the beginning of the year and we knew that inflation was kicking up. We were looking at these 40-year highs. We didn't know how bad it was going to get. But, you know, so many economists and a lot of Federal Reserve officials told us that it was transitory or temporary. Not so much, unfortunately. So inflation has stayed higher for longer. It is coming down now. That is good. But not coming down as fast as anyone would like. And I just point out the fact that, yes, it's great news that the prices at the pump are down, but so many other things like food and shelter are still pretty high. And I know that that's going to stick with people, especially coming into 2023. The other area that I would just point out is interest rates, which were at zero at the beginning of the year. We're now at four and a quarter to four and a half percent in the Fed funds rate. And I think those two are going to stay higher for longer. So that just means we're going to see a lot of pressure on the economy in 2023. Gotcha. And I know a lot of uh, times this year people were asking, are we in a recession? Are we going into a recession? But I don't I don't think there's been any point during this year where we actively went into a recession. Is that threat still looming as we head into the new year? I think it is. And, you know, when you look at what a recession is in the United States, it's defined by this outside organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. And they go through all the data and they comb through it and they determine whether or not we're actually classically in a recession. And so far in 2022, the recession call has not been made. And part of that has to do with the job market still remaining pretty strong. You know, coming at the end of the year, we've got about 200,000 jobs a month in the last few months. And that's a lot considering that the economy is slowing down. All that being said, I think that combination of still high prices, high interest rates, means that we are going to continue to slow down. The odds of a recession are pretty high in 2023, but it kind of doesn't matter what you call it. I mean, you can call it anything you want. When it's a market, um, when an economy is slowing down, the biggest concern that most people have is, do I have a job? Do I not have a job? And does that job pay me enough to be able to afford my life? And those are the things that are very much, uh, you know, sort of at risk as as, as an economy slows down. And the thing that you can do if you're worried about it is to try to prepare by beefing up your emergency reserve fund. And then also another thing you can really do is try to pay down that outstanding credit card debt or high interest debt that's there because it's not going away anytime soon. And unless you do it, it's just going to get worse. Right. And for those who are looking at their assets, maybe their portfolio, they a lot of people probably had a really rough year hoping that those assets and diversification of all those portfolios might have helped them a little bit. Any Any good news going into the new year or is it still pretty volatile? Um, well, maybe the best news I can tell you is that the year will be over and we can turn the page <laughs> because there, there really was no place to hide. I mean, maybe the one area that I would just point out is, 
you know, for many people who are savers, long-term savers, people who've just made sure that they had that money that was in a safe money market or savings account, the flip side of high interest rates is that you are getting credited more interest than you ever have in the last, say, 20 years. So that's the good news. I mean, the bad news as an investor is that even the classic theory of asset allocation and diversification, not having all your eggs in one basket, it actually didn't work very well in 2022. Um, it doesn't mean it does not work. It means that there's always a year that is an outlier, that is different. And it doesn't mean you should abandon. It just means that it's tougher to stick with it, but you should stick with that. Again, asset allocation, diversified portfolio, not not all your money in stocks, not all your money in bonds, having some proper amount of cash around, it really can help you out. And just know that this was a very strange and unique year. Not a great one to be an investor, a good one to be a saver. Definitely. And I mean, in, in that scenario, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, I know a lot of things were a little bit wonky this year, but it, it's it's still a good move moving forward. Yeah. I mean, look, what are your alternatives? The thing is that if you just think I'm going to save money in my bank account, you know, what you can see is even if you're earning 3% in your bank account, that's all well and good, but inflation will remain above 3% for probably a while. And that means that whatever money's in your bank account after taxes and after inflation, you're guaranteed to lose money. So that's your guarantee if you stick with that. Whereas if you have a diversified portfolio, while there is no guarantee over the long term, you should do better than just having your money in savings. There it is. CBS Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger. Jill, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And we'll chat with you again in the new year. Absolutely. Thanks so much and happy and healthy to you too.